welcome to a special Aggressive Life being recorded live at Man Camp, where I am right now. You know, so much of the thoughts that we have around aggression, positive aggression, which is not bemeaning somebody, bemoaning somebody, powering up on somebody, squashing somebody. It's, it's noticing where you are in life and saying, I'm gonna go to the next place, taking that step. Much of it was born here at Man Camp. Man Camp is actually born out of a healthy understanding of aggression. And over this weekend, I've been joined by 2,000 guys from 45 different states for our biggest man camp to date. It was an incredible weekend full of teaching, worship, fun, campfire conversations, intense prayer, intense laughter, and intense arm wrestling. But I don't want you to just take my word for it. Today, I want you to hear about man camp straight from the horse's mouth. Don't tell them I called them horses. From the campers, them actual their actual selves. This year at Man Camp, we set up something we affectionately called the story shitter. We repurposed an old. Can I say that on the aggressive life? I don't like that. Dirt. I don't. I don't like that you're giving me swear words to give. Okay, I'll, I'll keep going here. We. This. Let me try that again. This year at Man Camp, we set up something we affectionately called the story shitter. We repurposed an old outhouse, set it up with a simple recording device, and asked guys to step inside and tell their stories. And so, for the rest of our time today, we're going to hear some of those highlights. These stories are exactly why we do Man Camp, and why, if you're a man, you need it. Right now, for one week only, we're offering tickets to next year's man camp. These are guaranteed the cheapest tickets you'll get. If these stories inspire you as much as they inspire me and as much as I think they're going to inspire you, head over to mancamp.us and save your spot for next year. All right, that's enough preamble from me. It's time to step into the, st the story shitter. <laughs> Who comes up? <laughs> well, welcome to the aggressive life and welcome to man camp. <laughs> Um, grew up in church. I've been baptized before and royally screwed it up. Um, you know, so far from Christ that, you know, it's embarrassing. And um, it feels amazing having found my way back. And biggest fear is, you know, messing it up again. Um, I don't fear that anymore. Uh, the Holy Spirit has filled me so much. This weekend, I'm leaving a lot of anger here. I'm leaving a lot of pain. I'm leaving my shame, my loneliness, my despair. I feel like I I feel like I have some peace for the first time in a very, very, very long time. <laughs> and I'm couldn't be more thankful. It just makes me want to be to show the change that he's put, put in my heart to everybody around me. I can't wait to answer people's questions when they notice I'm different or, you know, be there for somebody that doesn't expect me to be there for them. Um, hell, I can't wait to be there for my best friends as, you know, they figure out their, you know, faith journeys. Thank you, Lord. I love you. I uh, came to man camp uh, to just find my faith again. I've been lost. 
Um, and man camp saved my life. You know, six months ago, I was ready to take my own life. And the only reason I didn't is because my two-year-old woke up. Um, the next day, I saw an ad for man camp and signed up immediately. I am surrounded by people that not only don't just, they don't believe, but they, they actively don't believe. Whether it's jokes or stories, I've not been surrounded by this many people that believe in Jesus in probably 25 years. And it has been so wonderful. The notion of taking a minority position is really hard and terrifying for me as a, as a business owner, as a father, as a husband, as a friend. Um, but I know of, of the marks of a man that is certainly the one that God is calling me to push for. And, uh, and I'm going to try. And it's terrifying. But if I don't, I, I don't, I don't know how I can be faithful. I don't know how I could call myself faithful. So I'm going to give it a shot when I get back. And it's going to suck. And it's going to be beautiful. And it may be the best thing I've ever done. Thank you for having this camp. It's important. I initially did not want to come to man camp. Um, I had a weird experience a couple of years ago. Been involved in the church and doing tons of stuff for a very, very long time. But um, there was pride that I was wrestling with about it being too gimmicky and cheesy of er, you know, too much testosterone yeah, we're men, we work, we drink beer, we shoot guns we chew tobacco, yada 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 um, and I think there was some insecurity in that and there were some uh, issues of pride of like uh, I mean that's that's for some people but that's not, that's not for me, I'm better than that I'm that and um my mentor, uh, who, while I was dealing with submission to authority, things a while back, God prompted me, um, through, through a message of someone else that, that I have a lot of people that I take advice from, but I don't ever, I have, I have never completely submitted to giving someone complete authority over spiritual authority over my life. Um, and so I called him. And I told him that um, whatever you say, I'm there. Wherever you're at, I'm going. Um, you have complete, total authority, um, spiritual authority over me, and I trust you with that, which was a huge step for me. And um, he said that he was leading a group at man camp, and I didn't want to go. Um, but I came anyways because I told him that I would go wherever and and – I was still dealing with some of that, like, oh, I'm better than this a little bit, even while I was here. Um, I was dealing with um, 
some of that the, that that pride and arrogance of you know who knows what's going on who doesn't know what's going on who needs it more where's the maturity thinking that I'm better thinking I'm more mature and that's just completely false it's I'm just like anybody else here and I, and I need I need this just as much as everybody else does and um, some things that I just had continued to not let go of and uh, finish it up out of the mash tent and just delivered of, of generational curses of anger that I have not been able to get rid of, um, that I've been praying for joy, that I've been praying for um, the Spirit of God to just unleash upon me, to, to allow me to feel, to allow me to have emotion, to allow me to celebrate and have joy and not be just a stuck-up prick the whole time. Um, God, I just... <sighs> And God's doing it. It's not happening right away. It's not happening all at once. But he is. And he's breaking me of that. And he's releasing it from me. And he's giving me joy back. He's giving me... <laughs> he's giving me celebration. And so... I'm grateful I came. Grateful I didn't let my pride get in the way. And I'm grateful for... Uh, grateful for for being dragged here this has been this has been a really good weekend as much as I probably didn't want it to be to, to admit to myself at the beginning um, but God's doing a new work in me he's removed that from me he's bringing healing to my mind and my brain and my uh, dead emotions and dissociation he's given me back the joy of the Lord and I'm so grateful for that Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. So, um, um, it is my fifth time here, and I, uh, I've just been angry, depressed, um, always blown off at my, especially my teenagers, for simple things. I shouldn't be even be blown off. I asked God for forgiveness and he gave it to me. My own most impactful part of this weekend is actually um, uh, the mash tent. I was able to talk it through with people and, you know, ask the Lord for forgiveness, but I'm going to ask my kids as well. Um, and I'm going to try to walk out of here and take away that not to be so quick and militaristic in uh, uh, my responses if my kids do something wrong and just like be there for them and I want them to know that I could be a safe space for them I always get something different out of man camp and this was my experience October 22nd 2022 a year ago almost to this day I was baptized here at uh, Crossroads Man Camp. Um, excited to be back again, and um, it's just amazing to be around a group of almost 2,000 guys that are like-minded and uh, on the same mission of serving the kingdom of God. And uh, this year, my big driving force in coming um, was for encouragement as I'm getting married here in a few weeks um, and starting a new family and looking for others for advice on what that looks like and how to carry myself and how I can lead my relationship and lead my soon-to-be family and um, I'm just leaving here this weekend so filled with 
with joy and energy and excitement and hearing um, other brothers in Christ, their, their mistakes, their wrongdoings, and the, their advice for me and things that they've done well and successes they've seen in, in their lives and their marriages. Um, and I'm just so, so grateful for this opportunity for Mancamp, BT, and all of his staff. Um, and I'm just leaving so energized and can't wait to continue on the, this mission uh, serving the kingdom of God. Seven and a half years I spent as a heroin addict taking whatever I needed to get my next fix. I held on to a great deal of resentment towards my family. I think maybe because I never felt like I was part of it. I always felt like the outsider, the outcasts, the black sheep. It wasn't until I got older that I realized most of my problems had stemmed from that. I used drugs to hide the pain from that. After a year in inpatient rehab, I knew it was time to face those problems. And when I went to my family, I had set an expectation of a welcome of some sort that never happened. The conversation went completely sideways. At some point during the conversation, they thought that they had hung up the phone on me and they didn't hit the end button. So the phone stayed on for an hour while I listened to an aunt, an uncle, a mother, a grandfather, a grandmother talk about me in ways that changed me forever. And I have held on to that resentment for so long. And I don't think it wasn't until this weekend that I've been able to truly let that go from my heart and be free. Thank you for listening to my story. Man Camp has been amazing. I cannot wait to... Uh to be baptized tomorrow it's been long overdue I'm so excited to be a part of this family with God and Jesus and really turn my life around again this next five years are going to be huge I'm going to change so much I think uh, so this is the first time I've ever done anything like solitude either it's been definitely been a huge part of my weekend and sitting down and really getting to know God again that's the first time I feel like he's ever really spoke to me too seeing him working through others and, and working in me is truly beautiful um, I'm leaving my old tendencies here I'm not I'm not bringing back any of the anger or the lustful instincts I'm, I'm leaving all that behind With we threw him a little army men into the fire and said goodbye to our boyish ways gonna be men from now on so, I can't wait to see the rest of this. I can't wait to come back next year. Amen. I'm loading it all here. 
unloading the feeling of unworthiness, of fear, worrying about health, and thinking my health is going to be a deterrent from me serving God's men the way that I know he wants me to do. He's been telling me for years, God, you've been telling me for years this is what I'm supposed to do. So what I'm leaving here is this last little tidbit I think is holding me back from the growth and the full me that you want to see. And we're going to spend a lot of time together between now and the next tent. Thank you, God, for everything you've done. Unloading my shit. It's a pleasure to do that right now. Thank you. I was labeled disgusting. I was told to be ashamed for the things that I did. I was told I don't respect you anymore. I was told that how dare you do something like this? Don't you think you're better than that? Having a porn addiction at the age of 10 and finding it and growing in it for 20 years, those words were branded on my soul. They seared it, and it didn't seem to matter what I did or where I went and how I did things. I'm disgusting. I'm ashamed. I'm guilty. But yesterday, during the lunch service, God broke me. He opened my heart. And I can't see pictures in my mind. And when I close my eyes, it's nothing but darkness. But when I close my eyes and the tears were flowing down my cheeks, God gave me an image. He let me see. He let me see myself as a 10-year-old boy. He had those words branded on my face and on my arms. And he was standing there next to me, holding my cheek and washing them brands away with his hand. And as they faded away, I felt freedom. I felt power. Because it doesn't matter what's going on or what you're doing. All that matters is that he loves you. It doesn't matter what you've been labeled as. It doesn't matter what others have branded to you and labeled you to be. The only one who gets to put a label on you is Christ. And if you try to put labels over the label that he put on you, he's going to grab your heart and he's going to shake you up. Don't let go. Hold on tight to him and let him guide you. Because you are more than the labels that man put on you. You are more. Kim came all the way over here from New York City. And what brought me here is uh, for a while, for a long time, I was suffering with infidelity. And the Lord's blessed me with an amazing family of four children, two boys, two girls. And an amazing wife. Um, and I slipped 
Um, and it almost destroyed my marriage. And I came here looking to to change myself, grasping for for anything that to to be the man that God's calling me to be. And one thing that really I had a revelation wasn't until um, until we were doing the games and when we had to run blindfolded. Um, you know, I didn't want to do you know blind run blindfolded um, because I always thought of doing things on my own. You know, doing things on my own with God's help. And I never noticed that doing things on my own, you know, saying it's with God's help is still me being alone. And I, they picked me to be the one that goes blindfolded. And it wasn't until the last night at camp when we were we were talking. And, you know, I looked back at it and I noticed that, you know, God was showing me that I can trust in others to help keep me up. Like, I still do the work. Um, I, I can rely on others to help keep me up, help keep me focused, help keep me accountable to to run my race and to, you know, to reach the goal. And, you know, I, I truly believe that, you know, he restores what he wants to restore. And, you know, I went to the MASH 10 and, and prayed and spoke with, with the guys at MASH and, you know, I'm, I'm boldly confident that my marriage is going to be restored. And what I left here, when I leave here, I, I know I'm not the man I was when I, the boy that I was when I came in. I'm a man that's leaving, that's going to protect his family. I'm a man that's leaving, that is going to have other men that I can rely on. I will not be alone. I'm a man that's leaving that is claiming his family for the kingdom of God. That is claiming his marriage for for God's kingdom. And I, I truly believe that next year when I come back that it's going to be a testimony that I'm willing to share. It's going to be a testimony of the, of the faithfulness of God and, and the, the move of his, of his spirit. Um, so that's, that's what I'm, I'm leaving here. I'm leaving, I'm leaving the boy that depends on himself and I'm I'm the man that's gonna depend on God and and his brothers to help carry him through the tough times because I know I have a long road ahead of me and I truly believe that God's gonna gonna honor this commitment and restore my family restore my marriage and and God's gonna use that to to reach countless others. Uh, so I'll start my story by saying that I'm 35 years old. Um, about five years ago, uh, my oldest daughter was born. And becoming a parent uh, triggered something inside of me, and I began to um, suffer from PTSD um, from some childhood trauma. and. What that looked like is when I would get triggered, um, I would be in the fetal position, uh, sobbing uncontrollably, uncontrollably, and my whole body shaking. I've been um, dealing with this for the past five years, and this weekend I was set free from it. I went into the mash tent, 
uh, just explain what I've been experiencing. And um, as they begin to pray, I um, went into what I would consider one of my PTSD episodes, and I began to shake uncontrollably and sob uncontrollably and uh, covered my ears. And they just prayed and cast things out of me. And um, I remember at one point, um, the guy who was praying actually pulled something out of my ear as he was praying and according to him afterward i don't remember i made a i made an audible noise when that happened um and towards the end of the prayer god put a an image of, in my head of my little eight-year-old self opening up the front door to my childhood home and i walked right out i was set free and before i could tell them uh, one of the guys that was praying said the prison doors just opened the other guy said Imagine the door is opened and you're walking out, not knowing that God has already shown that to me in my mind. And so um, I've been truly set free from this childhood trauma that I experienced. Um, and I'm so, so thankful. <laughs> uh, I guess I hope this thing's working. Um, this, uh, this weekend is huge for me. It's my fourth man camp, but my first one, single, and on my own, and uh, those guys in the mash tent, they wrecked me in the best way. Uh, I've felt so much shame and regret for the things that have happened in my life, and just got so much positive reinforcement and affirmation telling me that all this this worthlessness, this fear that I don't measure up, that I'm not worthy of God's love, is just lies. I've been telling myself that God's been with me this whole time, and He has a plan for me, even if it's different than what I thought I saw for my life. And oh, man, praying with those guys and talking with them, I got, I got my joy back. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm getting baptized tomorrow, and I feel like a brand new man a man that I've never met before but I'm so excited to see what he has in store for me I've been so foggy and unclear for so long and it just it is the greatest feeling I have ever had in my life to feel so clear um, to feel his presence in my life and uh, I know we're talking to the man camp guys but I, I just kind of want to talk to God and I want to say thank you for all that you've done for me and for these wonderful men that have put this experience together um, there are miracles happening here and I, I'm just so excited hey thanks for listening for all things aggressive living, why don't you head over to bryantome.com. Find my new book, Move, a guide to get up and go forward, as well as articles and much, much more. And no matter where you listen to podcasts, why don't you take a second and leave us a rating, leave us a review. It really, really helps us drive new listeners to the show. We want to help as many people as possible, just like we may have helped you. We want to help others. So why don't you help us out? And if you want to connect, find me on Instagram at Brian Tome. Aggressive Life with Brian Tome is a production of Crossroads Church, Cincinnati, Ohio.